Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me this week we had uh, this weekend was the 188th General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So once again, the Mormons got together, and because they get together, all the evangelists from all over the place come out and do their very best to have conversations with, uh, to share truth with the LDS people uh, in downtown Salt Lake City, around the temple, around the conference center. Not everyone is nice. We all, well, I can't say we all try to be. Some people are intentionally mean. Um, but the groups that, that I interact with and I hang with, uh, we try to be nice. We try to be as nice as possible. It doesn't always work. But, I mean, we're there out of love. We're there out of the desire to share truth with these people who we truly believe are deceived, who we truly believe are following a false Christ and are following a false gospel. So that's why we're all out there. And, again, we were out there this uh, this weekend. Uh, a lot of things that went on, a lot of uh, little changes here and there in the LDS Church. I haven't watched all of the... Um, sessions i'll watch probably the the ones that russell nelson did uh from so the ones that come specifically from their president i won't call him a prophet uh from their president i'll watch those and then i'll react to those probably next week uh just to kind of talk about what's going on what's changing what's going down but i just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what went on uh this weekend with me and so on so Really cool thing, a bunch of the guys from Apologia Church came up from Phoenix and hung out with us, so we got to go down, have dinner with them on Friday night, which was really cool, got to meet some amazing brothers, uh, love these guys, simply, and ladies that came up, I, I can't leave them out, but the people from Apologia, Jeff Durbin, Pastor Luke, Pastor Zach, uh, Josh, the other Zach, I can't think of his last name, um, man, so many of them, Wade, uh, another Josh, uh, Carmen, uh, guys, I, I can't remember all your names, I wish I could mention everybody, uh, but so many people that I've met, and every single one of them with a passion to share the truth, a passion for life, uh, a passion to see abortion ended, to see people saved, to see deception of of people who think that they're Christian to end. Uh, it was really cool to watch some of these guys just sharing the gospel, sharing truth, seeing the way that they do it, the, the tracks that they put together that are such high quality. It was a great weekend. It really was. So while I was there out there on Saturday, 
couple of uh, conversations right at the beginning that were kind of traveling, moving conversations. Because I'm the persistent guy that if you start to walk away, I'm like, you know what? Here, let me walk with you. And so one one couple, I walked with them probably for uh, two blocks uh, before we stopped and, and, and we said goodbye. And uh, another guy that I just walked across the street with but had a really, um, really engaging conversation with him uh, about uh, just – him considering what we were doing spreading hate and, and I said look man if, if what we're doing is spreading hate then what do you call the first vision where Jesus supposedly told Joseph that all of our religions are false that our creeds are an abomination and we as their professors are corrupt and you send missionaries to our home on a regular basis to knock on our doors with the attempt to share the the history of Mormonism and the first vision which indicates that we are all wrong. So if we're spreading hate by coming down and preaching the good news, what do you call the missionaries coming in? So it, that kind of made him step back a minute and he thought about it. But um, So we had a pretty good conversation, and, and I don't think we left it really resolved. Then I went back over, got to uh, preach with Aaron with the really cool last name that I'll never be able to pronounce. Um, sorry, Aaron. I just, I can't do it. I've heard you say it 150 times. Shavawalaf, something to that effect. Um, and, and I just butchered your name. I apologize. I love you, brother, but that's uh, just bad. So he did some open air preaching and then he and I did some back and forth. Um, I got up there and preached for a minute. And, and so that was really cool. It has been a long time since I've done like actual open air preaching, so I'm really out of practice, and I started way too loud, way too soon, kind of fried my voice. You can probably hear it a little bit still, um, but that was really cool. Uh, then kind of walked around, met up with the guys from Apologia again, uh, talked to uh, the, a guy that was out there playing music named Jerry, uh, talked to a couple other, another couple, a really cool couple. I remember her name was Heather, and I can't remember his name at all. Uh, I want to say it was like Patrick or something like that, but unfortunately I don't remember his name, but they were Christians. She had just had gallbladder surgery and they came down from the hospital to give encouragement to those of us who were out there sharing the truth, the evangelists that were out there. So that was pretty amazing that they would, she had, I mean, literally the day before she had gallbladder surgery and now she's out walking around the streets of Salt Lake City, uh, encouraging us. So that was kind of cool. She had a really cool testimony of how she got saved. And so talked to them for a few minutes, tried to have a conversation with a couple other people, talked to a few different groups of evangelists that came from other places. Pastor Callie had uh, connected me with a brother from Texas on Facebook, and he came up and we chatted for a minute, then he went off and did his thing and never actually ran into him again. So Brian, I'm sorry that, that you and I weren't able to really connect too much. Um, next time you're in town, uh, I'll take you out to lunch, buy you coffee. We'll, we'll engage a little bit more. So um, hold me to that. I'm going to share this with you uh, through Messenger, so I really I want you to hold me to it. Uh, next time you're in this area we need to get together next time I'm down in Texas. We, we need to get together, man. So, uh, got over to the other side again, hooked up with where some of the guys from Apologia were. Um, 
and doing more and more evangelism. I actually got to see my pastor, uh, Pastor Brian, out there doing some sharing, which was really cool. He had this conversation for uh, probably 40-some minutes uh, conversing with this guy, which was really cool. And so while he's doing that, I'm out talking to some other people. Um, Everybody from from Paul, well, not everybody, but a lot of the guys from Apologia went to visit Sandra Tanner at Utah Lighthouse Ministries to get a little bit of footage there for the, the documentary that they're putting together and say hi to her. So it was kind of a, and every, all the, the members of the LDS church had, had gone inside for the session. So it was kind of a uh, decompression, take a deep breath moment. And then I got into a really good conversation with an athe- a former Mormon, now atheist named Brendan. Um, shared a lot of stuff with him. We talked a little bit about evolution and then we, we got into just strictly talking about the gospel. So I gave him a tract. I gave him the, uh, the tract that the guys from Apologia brought down the gospel for Mormons, um, which if I had thought about it, I'd have grabbed one of the leftovers I have out of my backpack so you could see it. Uh, you can find that at apologiastudios.com. Um, so I gave him a couple of tracks, gave him Mark Cahill's book, One Heartbeat Away, um, and then we parted ways. I kind of walked around for a few minutes more, uh, did another little bit of open-air preaching from John chapter 1, verse 1 through 18, uh, kind of broke down the individual uh, elements of, of that passage of Scripture, which all just decimate the, the LDS theology. It really, that section of Scripture, go and read it, and maybe... Maybe in an upcoming video, I'll, I'll break that down for you to where you can see how John 1, 1 through 18 just completely eliminates any validity to Mormon theology. So then my wife came and uh, we, I met her and we had dinner and we went to see the movie Unplanned which is what, I, what I'm going to talk about the rest of our time tonight. I'm going to kind of review that movie for you, um, play the trailer for you. If you haven't seen it, I really highly encourage you uh, to go check it out. It is, it's an amazing movie. Um, so let me just start by saying, do not take your kids. We took our little girl. Um thinking that we could maybe get her out of the room, something, go take her to go potty before, like the really graphic. We had heard, I'm, I listened to Steve Dace, he's been talking about this thing for probably well over a month, uh, making it very clear that uh, there is some very graphic stuff in this movie, and I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute, but, um, sorry, excuse me. Uh, before we get into it, I want to jump in and let you guys take a look at the trailer, um, and then we'll we'll talk about it. I'll give you my my thoughts and my review of the movie. So, at this point, let's uh, let's jump in and take. Abby Johnson is in the other room. Here. Our first order of business is to present Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year Award. Abby Johnson. This is Abby. She's our newest volunteer escort. Abby, this is Cheryl D'Alessandro. 
I'd be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. You'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic? I have a chance to make a real difference. No matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're still gonna be a baby killer. The only thing that's changed is you, Abby. Can you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures? These are little babies. I'm not going to apologize for doing a job that helps women in crisis. There's still a part of me that isn't sure. I know. But the one thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage, the fetus can't feel anything. Sorry to bother you, but they need an extra person in the back room. Are you free? And it was like it was twisting and fighting for its life. We commend the souls of these hundreds of children. And Lord, we pray to end abortion. I really appreciate what you've done for us. I'll not forget it. 22,000 abortions. How do I even comprehend that? Rough day at the office. That. You're making a mess. <laughs> what are you doing? It's your dad and me. You are a baby from the moment of conception. We are paying you to be a perfect instrument of corporate policy. We are an abortion provider. I can't be a part of this anymore. Everything that they told us is a lie. Don't underestimate the repercussions of this. You gotta be careful. tell you what's gonna happen if you walk through that door. Congratulations. You make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Abby Johnson. There you have it. There's uh there's the trailer for Unplanned. Um I, it's probably going to only be out for another week or so in theaters. Most of these faith-based films don't last long in the theaters. They get them in, and then they get them out. Um, if you look at tickets right now, the last time I looked, I think tickets are available up until this coming Friday. So I do absolutely encourage you to go see this movie um, again. Don't take your kids. There is a very, very graphic um uh, and it it's not that graphic it really is there's some blood that is shown there going through an, a suction machine and there's a couple of of scenes of very bloody um and I, I guess you could say graphic but the big thing about the abortion is is the showing on the ultrasound so and it's and I'm going to tell you it's right at the beginning of the movie it's right at the beginning. The this is the the situation that causes Abby Johnson to quit her job at, at Planned Parenthood. She's she's done at this point, and it showed at the beginning of the movie, and then it goes back and forth a little bit in time uh, for her, and and shows and goes back like eight years, and then it goes back another two years, and then it gets back into that point, and so it goes back and forth in time with her, but it starts with that scenario. Um, that situation, and then it expands from there. So that is the the one point. And so we got there a little bit late, and we were thinking, you know, I'd heard about this. Again, Steve Dace, thank you for 
your endorsement behind this. Not that Steve's ever going to see this, but um, but watching, listening to him, uh, which I daily listen to his podcast, and he's talked about this, talked about this, talked about this. I have no excuse. I knew. I knew that this scene was in there. I didn't remember. He may have even mentioned where it was, but I don't remember him saying it. So we figured as we get to this point, you know, you can kind of tell where the movie's going, that we could kind of shield our daughter from it or take her out of the, the theater or something. So we get there and realizing this is the moment. So I've got my daughter on my lap. She sees the, the initial ultrasound showing the baby and she's like, oh, look, a baby, a baby. And so I'm turning her around and I'm trying to hold her to me. Um, and so now at this point she's fighting because she's two and a half. Um, and so she, I'm, hold, I'm holding her. And she manages to turn around to look at the screen at the moment that the baby disappears uh, from the ultrasound. And it just shows a black, empty uterus on the screen. And my daughter cries and shouts out very loud in the theater. There wasn't a whole lot of people there. But shouting out and crying, where'd the baby go? Where'd the baby go? And so you can imagine this this situation. Imagine this scene. My wife takes my daughter from me, and they walk out, and at least nine times, from the point down the stairs, across the theater, and out the door, my two-year-old is literally screaming, "Where'd the baby go?" So my two-year-old gets it, right? Horrified at, at this thought. And so, <laughs> you know, I felt horrible. My wife and I both just felt horrible about this. And we're like, we're bad parents. And and so today I, I talked to a couple of people, my pastors at church, um, or at least two of the other elders at church, um, and a couple other people, and they all kind of assured me, no, you're not a bad dad. This is actually, you know, I mean, I wasn't prepared to, to explain the horrors of abortion. And I mean, not in a graphic way, but I had to talk to my two and a half year old daughter about what is abortion. Because as she goes to bed last night, after we got home from the movie and everything, as she's going to bed, she asked me over and over, uh, at least five times as we're laying down in bed and we're singing our songs and we're saying our prayers and she says daddy why'd the doctor take the baby out of that mommy's tummy daddy why'd the doctor take the baby out of that mommy's tummy multiple times and i just have to had to kept saying there are evil people in the world baby there there are evil things that happen in this world that we can't control that we don't have any ability to to control but we're trying we are we are trying and you know that's why this movie exists this movie is there so that we can hopefully see Roe v Wade overturned so we can hopefully see the end of abortion in our lifetime you know and and again yesterday out at the the LDS temple there's a guy there that is talking about abortion and wanting to send do lawsuits and stuff a very confusing conversation with this man but he was angry with those of us who were there and especially the the folks from apologia who were saying we don't want to regulate abortion we want abortion abolished we want it gone just like slavery 
just like the the Holocaust. We want it ended now. And so he was he was angry. He said told us that that was a pipe dream. And uh, and so yeah, that was that was an interesting. But so getting back into Unplanned, the movie. I thought it was great. I'm I'm one of the hardest critics on faith-based films and uh, especially and simply because of the gospel presentation. I think if you're going to claim to be a Christian film, then you need to have a clear presentation of the gospel and use the name Jesus. No, just talk about God will forgive you. My personal opinion is that the name of Jesus needs to be used. Otherwise, you can't claim to be a Christian uh, film. You can just be, again, a faith-based film. Um, Because Christianity centers on Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ, that every human being is a sinner in need of a Savior, that Jesus Christ, God incarnate, went to the cross to pay the penalty for our sin. And if we will repent and put our trust in Him, then we will be forgiven, we will be adopted as sons and daughters into the family of God, and we will inherit eternal life. That's the gospel. And I, my, my stance, my, my position is that if you don't have a clear presentation of that in your movie, then I, I don't consider it a Christian movie and usually won't give it my seal of approval. Not that my seal of approval is really that important, but still. Um... So I've been pretty harsh on, on movies like God's Not Dead. And, um, I can't think of, of other movies that... Um, I love the movies Courageous and Fireproof and um, Flywheel. Those ones that were done, there's, there's another one that I can't... Oh, Facing the Giants. Um, where they, there is a very clear presentation of the gospel in the name of Jesus is, is held up high and glorified. Um, so, under that position, I would generally not recommend Unplanned. But for what it is, what, it is, what it's intended to be, um, and the fact that it is, it is Abby Johnson's story, um, and the powerful message that it carries. Now, again, I'm not sure, uh, I've, I've heard different rumors and, and I saw someone texting, uh, Twittering back and forth with, uh, Abby over the last couple of days. And I didn't get to the end of the thread. I meant to go back and look at that before I did this video, but, um, asking her where she stood on abolishing or regulating abortion. Cause I've heard rumors and I can't substantiate. So I don't know. I don't want to say, um, that she doesn't want to abolish abortion, but have it regulated. And so, I don't know. Um, my hope is that she would stand with us as abolitionists and want to see it completely abolished, completely ended. Um, so we'll have to go. But this movie carries uh, really that feel. Not that it is a, a regulation uh, for abortion being excuse me, safe, rare, and legal because no abortion is safe. Someone has to die for an abortion to be successful. And I saw a video of her saying that today. Um, so, again, I, I, I trust that Abby Johnson is, is as, as pro-life as I am. 
and the message behind this movie is powerful. The gospel, where, again, the name of Jesus isn't mentioned, uh, but it was a pretty powerful. You heard a part of it in, in the trailer. There's a scene um, where she's speaking with her husband. Um, spoiler alert. I guess it could be a spoiler alert. I don't know. Um, he wakes up around 3 in the morning, and, and Abby's not in the bed, and he gets up, and he goes to look for her, and she's uh, out in their living room, and she's sitting there, and she's crying, um, and he sits down and he, he says, what's the matter? And, and she says, I am complicit in the abortion of 22,000 babies. And, and, and she makes, there's a, a comment and she's, she says, how can I comprehend that? You hear that in the trailer, but there's a, a comment and it's something to the effect. That's the weight of my sin. And and he says, well, God can forgive you. And she said, how? But 22,000 children that she oversaw their murder. And she says, how? And he says, because he's God. And I would offer that as well. Um, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Um, as a, as a post-abortive father. As a father of a, of one I paid to have my one child murdered. And I carry that weight. And I, well, I shouldn't say I carry it because I don't carry it anymore. Christ carried it to the cross. There are times where I still feel it. I still feel the weight. I still feel the, the grief. Because that's that's truly what it is. It's it's the grief of, of a lost child. I don't feel guilt anymore. I felt guilt for a long time. But Jesus, again, took that. And so I would offer for anyone who has had, or a, a male man who has provided, paid for, uh, given support for um, the, the murder of their child. And I'll call it what it is, the murder of their child. No, that there is forgiveness for that sin. I know I had a conversation with one person who I had, I had made a comment on Facebook or something about how abortion is murder, and someone very close to me came back to me with a, in a, a private message and, and told me that she had had an abortion and I should be careful what I say because, and, and I, I couldn't, I, I had to say, it. that's what it is. It is abortion, it is murder. It's murder of a child, but, but there's forgiveness in Jesus Christ. If you'll just just repent, recognize the, the weight of your sin, recognize your need for a Savior and put your trust in Him and, and allow Him to, to take that and, and give you grace and His righteousness. And so, and, and this movie gives you know, a lot of that, and I won't, I won't spoil the end, the very end for you, but, um, there's a very powerful scene of, of, uh, resolution, repentance, um, at the end, um, that is, uh, it's amazing, and again, um, I felt that, 
once again that that love that that knowledge that that even I am forgiven and you know I can only imagine that you know the the heaviness of the one that I murdered compared to the complicity in 22,000 but yet Abby knows that God has forgiven her and that every woman and man out there who has participated in this this horrible act of murder of your own flesh and blood know that there is there's mercy there's grace and it's available and you don't have to to live with the weight of that guilt of the weight of that sin and know that you can just be given and 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 you may never get away from the the heaviness of the grief because I still grieve and there there's no time frame on grief you may always grieve grieve but know that there is grace for the sin that was committed and so I want to leave you guys with that I just want to let you know that 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 is the bottom line. So go see this movie. Go support this movie. Support it while it's in the theaters. Um, buy your ticket. Get a babysitter. Go see it. If you're, if if <laughs> I should probably talk to my wife first, but if you're in, you're a member of Refuge and you're here and you want to go see it, let me know and I'll see if we can babysit your kids or I'll help you find a babysitter. But go see it. Um, the closest place to us up here in Ogden right now is in Salt Lake City, the Century 16 Theaters on 33rd. I'll post a, a link to uh, Cinemark where you can find, well, to Unplanned, where you can find the movie tickets. And uh, again, I really encourage you guys to go see this movie. Um, it's well worth it, but be prepared. Be prepared for the the weight of that the movie carries and the powerful scenes that are there. Well done. Um, to I, I should probably know the people who made the movie. I should know their names, but I should I don't. Well done to you who who made this movie. Um, yeah, well done. So as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words; they're necessary. And until next time, soli deo gloria. Hey y'all, this is Norm. I just wanted to say thanks for taking the time to watch this video. If you liked what you saw, please take a minute, hit the subscribe button below, hit that little bell so you can get notifications anytime we release something new. If you have any comments, advice, suggestions on how we can make this better, you can leave those in the comments below or you can hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. Once again, I just want to say thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.